have to have a prolific. I have to be prolific. So I have to have these guys coming up all the time. I don't want to just own one business, you know. So I'm I'm doing this Patreon. I own a I own a gym. I have fighters. I do all this. So I want to own more businesses, more gyms, more things, and just I gotta be prolific. Happy Halloween, innit? Happy Halloween, innit? Happy Halloween. <laughs> hey guys, this is episode 16 of Combat on the Couch, but actually this is episode 1 of Combat on the Couch, Patreon version, Patreon episode only. Nobody's seeing this except for the Patreons. So this is actually going on the breakdown page. Right. Episode 1 of the podcast on the breakdown. Podcast on the breakdown? Whatever that's going to be. Come on, we can think of something better than that. <laughs> this is episode one of the breakdown while your podcast... Cut. <laughs> nah, we'll figure it out, but uh, yeah, dude, this is a Halloween episode, and this is rich, dude. Hey, wait, I forgot. I'm going to cut that out. Who are you, dude? <laughs> Who am I? Who are you? Uh, I'm Freddy. Okay, this is Freddy? Yeah, I'm Freddy. Where's your knives? Oh, that's my cousin, Freddy Cougar. I'm... I'm Freddy French Fry. Oh, just <laughs> Freddy French Fry, dude. You're not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You kill the French fries. Yeah. I, you, I definitely kill the French fries. He kills those fries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a fun episode. I've got no rules. We've got a lot of planned. We've got, we've got no rules, but a lot of plans for a lot of things. I'm not even going to lie. I have pieces of paper in my pocket right now that have things written on them. What are they about? We're going to find out. So, uh, since this is the first podcast, I know there's, <laughs> for the breakdown, I know there's everybody that's in uh, or subscribed to the Patreon page is already probably listened to the Spotify podcast, with the exception of one or two people. So, to kind of give give an introduction to myself, um, I'm the guy doing all the breakdowns on the page. My name's Richard. I'm the head coach, trainer here at Carney Combat Sports. And uh, I'm using this page to kind of sharpen my mind, kind of learn, learn film study, learn how to break down fighters and build up my fighters at the same time. So it's a, it's a tool that I'm using to sharpen everything I'm already currently doing as a coach and as a business owner and all those things. So um, if, if you don't know, now you know. Flexing that muscle of talking to yourself talking to a camera using a lot of enthusiasm when you're talking that's pretty hard yeah. if you don't do that on a regular basis so yeah you do a good job of that i i struggle with my enthusiasm um because i feel like i'm just learning and i don't know enough to be enthusiastic it's funny because i've been doing martial arts for what 15 years and i still don't feel like i know enough to be confident about the shit that i'm seeing so um i think after a while, though, I get more reps, I can turn that corner. And that's why I'm doing it. You're, you're kind of the one that put me on. Get those reps and get those reps. And so I'm going to get a lot more film studies in this next year and just get a ton of reps in and uh, hopefully be one of the smartest coaches out there as a plan. Oh, that's the plan. And it's going to work because it's a good plan. But, nah, seriously, though, talking talking with, like, a lot of, like, enthusiasm is, is hard. Like, I really don't do it all the time. 
It's pretty hard. But you do do it all the time. <laughs> I only do it when people are looking. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's times when I'm I'm just like not letting anybody look at me. Like I'm just alone for like the sake of like not doing it because when somebody gets around me, instantly I'm doing it. So are you an introvert? No. I don't think there's a label. Oh, do you need to rechart? Do you get oh. energized? By being alone? Everything. I love being around people, and I get energy from them. But I have to get come away from them. So what is that? You know? But then when I'm alone, I have to have that. But then when I'm alone, I, I feel like I just have to go out and be with people. So I, I don't know. I think that people... Honestly, I think people put too many labels on what they are, and then they become a thing. So I just don't label myself at all. So then I'm not a thing. But you are a thing. I am a thing something. though, right? You you're always something. You're always something. Like I'm definitely not an introvert, like all the way, right? Like there's introvert people for sure, and it's like, oh, dude, I'm not you. But I've seen introverts get around me and then go do more shit. Right. So it's like you labeled yourself, and then somebody else came into your life and upped your productivity. Just because that's how that's how it gets when you're around a productive person. You want to do more stuff. So then you become more like not yourself. You become less of yourself. You become more like the version of you that's an extrovert. Yeah. Well, I think that's part of being uh, part of what it is to be in a community, a healthy community of people. You know, you're going to have extroverts, introverts, people that are attracted to one another because, you know, if you're an introvert, you're probably going to be. <laughs> You're probably gonna be a lot really lonely half the time, and you don't know how to. You probably don't have the skills, the social skills to be exactly outgoing and, and make friends. But mm-hmm. an extrovert does, you know. So, yeah, I think that's part of just being in a community of people that that make you a well-rounded person. They um, have a little bit of everything in them. Mm-hmm. A little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper, a little bit of cayenne sauce. You know what I'm talking about. My best friendship in like high school, middle school. Yeah, he's probably gonna lose a mask, but I'm take the mask off. Yeah, that's fine. Whew. Happy Halloween! This is the day Halloween. after we called uh, <laughs> Thanksgiving and we asked for an extension on Halloween for a day so we could do this podcast. Oh, that's so much better. Oh yeah, but oh, my yeah. my best uh, relationship in high school was an introvert dude who wanted friends, and I, as an extrovert dude who wanted friends. Didn't know how to, we both didn't know how to handle each other. So he would just shut up and sit alone. And I was talking to literally everybody. So then we became best friends and we hung out for like four years, all high school. Good time. And then we don't talk no more, so that's cool. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's life though, for real. (laughs) Yeah, that is is life. Um, Going back to what what we're trying to do with this Patreon page, where was I going with this? Uh, well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Because we slowed things down here in the Patreon. We're going to be here for a while. Mm. And, you know, not forever, but probably all day. No, just kidding. But you have to, it's like it's like conversation, you know? That's what I'm telling everybody that wants to get involved in it, too. People keep hitting me up all the time. And I love them. But it's not what they think it is. And we don't get to, because they're not listening to the podcast. They're just seeing the clips. And they're asking, hey, how can I be involved? How can I, like, you know, hey, let me on the pod. And most of it is playful, and most of it is, like, um, 
like very genuine and just very like real. You know, they're just trying to be real people, have connections, stuff like that. But what we conversate about, nobody knows. So the Patreon is exactly where we're going to conversate about things that we want the community to know that we can't tell one-on-one to everybody. So that's what we want this to be. There we go. But in that, we're going to talk about, like, how are we going to grow the gym? Like, that's a specific niche thing that for most, for most of business, don't talk about business in front of other people. Oh, you, you don't, you don't, you don't tell everybody what you're going to do. And then they're going to do it too. Mm-hmm. Well, are you so insecure that you can only want, think of one thing a week or what, dude? Right. Like put out more, put out well, more. The other part would be figuring out how to grow the Patreon page. And my idea right now is just to fucking put way more content out and just develop myself yeah. as a, as an expert on what I'm seeing. And then also, I think the the unique part of what I'm doing is I'm also a coach, so it's like um, I get to I get real life feedback on the shit that we're doing. And then the the thing that we people don't see though is our training methods. I can talk about what I'm seeing on film. I can talk about the wrestling, the jujitsu, and boxing, all that. But it's how do you put it together in a training methodology that's going to help guys win fights? And that to me. Shit, I'm still I'm still trying to figure that right. out. But so do you go into like YouTube? Do you go to YouTube and be like, okay, here's like 15 videos for the past three days that I've kind of logged in my brain. Like now I'm gonna go into this next practice that I have, and I'm gonna try to put four of them in. Is that what you try to do, or are you more like I'm gonna try things and then watch YouTube? No. Or so, is YouTube not involved at all? Like how do you? So, what's your process? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. I uh, Heath Padigo came to Carney, Nebraska. Uh, a couple years ago, and brought his team, and they hosted a jiu-jitsu camp here. If you don't know who Heath Padigo is, Heath is the head coach of Padigo Submission Fighting. Padigo Submission Fighting is out of uh, Mount Vernon, Illinois. They're like, they're one of the probably top gyms in the world right now. But they're just like a ragtag group of Mount guys. Mount Padigo. Yeah, they're they're just fucking killers. You know, they're badass dudes. They they train hard as fuck all the time. And while Heath was here, he's been doing jiu-jitsu for 20 plus years you know he's i think he's in his early 40s mid 40s great coach um he has a respect of all his his uh athletes and i was able to talk to him and and he was uh, kind of the one that led us down this path so he mentioned to us that he doesn't watch instructionals he doesn't watch youtube he doesn't watch well some of the stuff is going to be on youtube but he doesn't watch YouTube videos or, like, Instagram reels for technique. That's what a lot of people do. He watches the top-tier athletes and breaks down their footage. So he does f- real film study. And so when Heath was talking to us about that, right around that time, Jack Gangwish was um, helping train the guys. And well, he played in the NFL and D1 football. So what do they do? Well, they watch a lot of film study. It's not, it's not just practice footage that they watch because they wa- they also watch practice footage. They watch game footage, a lot of game footage from the other team that they're about to play. So, um, film study at the elite level, someone's got to be doing it. The maybe not the athletes themselves, but the coach or someone on the team needs to be studying right. footage. Yeah, because that's how that's how you get a good idea of what's happening at the highest level. Mm-hmm. And there's always a shift 
there's always an emphasis somewhere else. Um, so like right now, what I'm doing is I'm going to UFC, my UFC fight pass, and I will pick the the most influential fights of the year, right? Because there's a trickle down effect, and what I think is the 155 pound division has the most stacked talent in all of the UFC. So just right there, you can look at the 155 pound division, look at the top 10 fighters in that division, how they fight, and they all have you'll have some recurring themes throughout those guys. So what I'm doing is watching what they're doing, breaking it down, and how do you defend it. And then it becomes basically a um, a system, right, a chain. So you defend, they counter. They counter, you defend, or, or you attack. So it's just a chain of movements. So you can kind of predict um, how the game's going to evolve. So real quick, like the Dagestani fighters, they're dominating. You got Habib and Islam back-to-back champions, basically, at the 55-pound division, the most stacked uh, division in the UFC. So watching them fight over and over again, they have just some common um, things that they're really good at, some really fundamental basics that they're really good at. And then they f- they'll fight someone like Volkanovski, who's um, not known necessarily for his grappling, but he does really good against Islam. So what the hell did he do? You know, so there and then... And then you got other fighters like Charles Oliveira. You got Benil Derouche. Um, a whole list of guys right now that I'm looking at that I'm studying for the grappling side of it. So that's part of it. And then before I get too long-winded, the other part is I'm watching YouTube for the, all the Petrosian fights and all the May, I'm trying to find all the Mayweather fights. They're not all on YouTube, but um, and then my one of my favorite fighters is Triple G, which is this guy up here, Triple G. So um, yeah, I'm picking the the top guys. And trying to figure out what they did well. And once you get used to looking at footage, real like action live time, and you slow it down, you get to really see um, a different game. It's not like practicing one, twos, and looking at an instructional. It's, not, it's a completely different thing. And sometimes what's working at the top level, you're not going to find in some instructional somewhere, you know, unless, unless you're talking about like Gordon Ryan or somebody, you know, but... Yeah, that's that's kind of my little spiel on that. No, yeah, um, I think that uh, w- just me watching because I don't watch a lot of UFC. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't watch a ton of it, but I follow everything on Instagram, and I'm not on my phone to take in a lot of content. But like I do take in some, you know. I do find myself like, oh, well, I got a couple seconds here, so I'm gonna look at it. But like you know, and uh, watching the breakdowns. I feel like when you do slow it down, like, a lot more, because, you know, at, since since I'm, like, trying to watch it, I'd rather watch what I, like, can, and sometimes I'm like, well, there's no fights on, so I, I like, go to the breakdown and then be like, okay, I, I kind of am watching a fight, but I'm getting, like, I'm, I'm watching, like, my friend tell me how the fight is, and then instead of just be, like, watching it so fast and you're just like, uh, it's whatever, you're kind of able to watch the fight slower, which is way more fun because, like, People, like, these dudes are so good. Like, they are moving, like, exactly where they want to go sometimes in, like, certain kicks and, like, certain punches. And in slow motion, you can kind of see maybe, like, he he was fully committed and then at the last second, like, dropped it lower and then ended up moving, like, you know, like, you're kind of like, oh, wow, that actually was, like, a movement. It wasn't just, like, his arm went that way. Mm-hmm. Like, he 100% was, like, 
purposely like, oh, you know, like, and, that, and that's how fast things are. Yeah. So, I mean, these are, it's a very interesting way to take in content for real, but yeah. it's also it's extremely instructional. So what I'm doing right now is I'm going to, I'm going to look at, and this is for diehards, you know, I, I hope my team can be diehard about their improvement and their, their film study and their fight IQ as much as I am, but you know, you can only provide the tools and uh, hope that they they use them. But what I really want to do next is fight, or excuse me, uh, find the fights I like the most, right? Mm-hmm. And watch them at half the speed. So really breaking down the fights at half speed, which can be kind of like slow and boring if you're not if you're not into that kind of thing. But yeah, you'd have to be real into that. Yeah, but for that's just a tool for myself to practice seeing what's actually happening. And then mm. when I practice seeing what it's, what's actually happening, I can start formulating ideas as to how to train that, how to get the, de- the certain development we're looking for. And what you see in film sometimes is guys, are, they do a lot of techniques, but they'll always go back to their favorite techniques because they're more efficient, they're quicker, they're stronger with those techniques. So um, you got to spend time in certain areas to develop that. So my, my obsession right now is development and well what's the development we need to put guys in the UFC and when you start looking at the UFC in that in that lens for real um there's very few people fighting specifically for the UFC there's a lot of guys training Mm jiu-jitsu there's a lot of guys training their kickboxing there's a lot of guys training their wrestling over here and then some guys are training their wall wrestling over there but very few guys have put it all together. So we don't have the best team, but we've accomplished, um, I would say, some pretty good little feats this past year with a seven-man crew. So another thing I want to do is, as I'm doing all this, is really grow my fight team. I want to have 20 professional fighters in the coming five years, but one of my goals was to have five professional fighters by the end of 2024. Mm-hmm. So if, Hunter, you're, you're hearing this, it Hopefully it's this, Jose, Delfino, Vanessa, um, Hunter, and Hayden. And that's my five right there. And then that's a big goal. How many teams even have five pro fighters? I don't know. That just started out of obscurity, you know? How many do? Not very many. many. Not very many in Nebraska. (laughs) Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. No, yeah, for sure around here, yeah, nobody. If I'm going to start somewhere, i got to start in my region. i got to take over my region, so Mm -hmm. that's that's the goal. Mm. Just outwork everybody else, and I think we're already kind of on that. And then it's you expand the region, so then we will we'll fight the Kansas City, the Denver, Milwaukee area. Yeah, and that's another reason I've been doing this film study is because I want I'm already studying those teams, and I'm really trying to oh. figure out how you fight those guys. That's good. I like that. Yeah. So a lot of those guys are like a lot of those teams in like Denver Factory X. Those guys have a lot of people in the UFC right now already. So if we can beat them on the lower levels, right, in the regional circuits, then it would make sense by the time we get to the UFC, we'll beat them when we're in the UFC. That's at least my line of thinking. I don't know if that. No, I'm with it. I'm with it. We, uh, I just take time to respond sometimes. Yeah, if we can pull it off, then I'm going to look like a genius, obviously. But <laughs> if we can't, then Hell, yeah. it's just got to work harder, I guess, you know? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's that you know that's that's a long ways in the future. There's a lot that needs to be done before that. So I don't think it's that. I don't think that's that far in the future. 
It, it doesn't. It could be, but it's more than a couple couple days. So it's like, yes. what are we doing at the at the moment to really make all of these these five people like uh like the most gangster? Even though we've already kind of talked about it on the podcast so many times, we've talked yeah. about the camps. We've already done that. We're not gonna go. Don't go into the, anything that we've already said before. No, but it would, is is this film study kind of like one of the things that's different that you're doing? Yeah, the film study is definitely something that I don't think anybody in the region is doing as a team. There we go. Because my team's like on that. on that film study. Right. And right. I'm breaking us down. Right. And I'm really trying to get these guys to watch higher level athletes constantly. Right. To right, see right. how they move and what they're doing. Right. Um, but I think the biggest thing that that also separates us is our standard. You know, we we have to have standards. Literally, the standard is yeah. If you, you have to, you have to want to watch these videos. Yeah. You want smarter fighters. Yeah, like you literally are setting yeah a little bit of a standard by saying we kind of want our guys to sit at home and watch these videos because you're going to be smarter if you do it. So exactly, we want the smarter people here too. We want literally smarter fighters. Well, and then when you're when you're moving up the ranks, you're fighting way more dangerous opponents, and, uh, and they're smarter. And they're smarter. <laughs> they're smarter and they're dangerous. They're athletic. Yeah. They're strong. They're committed. You know, they come from a, a bigger talent pool in bigger cities. Yeah. So how do you how do you deal with the, the mental pressure and anxiety of all that? Well, you have to continue working, but then you, you absolutely put everything you have into the, your training. And your training isn't just physical, it's also mental. Everything it is, yeah. yeah. So you have to be you have to be studying. Now I have to lead the way, so I have to make sure. Yeah. You know, even though I think a lot of my film studies right now are very what not not spectacular. You know, they're not anything crazy spectacular. They're just ordinary. My voice is kind of monotone. But uh, just like anything, the more practice I get, that's just going to get better too. So even more so right now, while my, my voice is boring and all that, to sit down and be able to watch that, you know, it's, you know, kudos to anybody that's doing that. Ah, <laughs> I get it. No, it's not really that hard. I mean, I watch them. I don't have a lot of time. Yeah. So I'm like watching as much as I possibly can of everything that I want to take in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But no, I don't think it's extremely hard. I just think it, it will, you will get better at just articulating and mm-hmm. just bringing like emotion to it. But it's hard. Like it's not easy yeah like especially for long periods of time you know if you're not having like regular conversations for long periods of time and you're really getting like thoughts out and you're really like listening to like somebody pretty intently it's kind of hard to go alone and bring that enthusiasm yeah that's a skill that i'm trying to develop i'm also trying not to use filler words all the time like um uh mm, uh and then so, you know, it's like I'm it's like, all right. Oh, it's all right. That whole thing over again. You know? <laughs> so no, there's a lot of skill involved with all that. So hopefully, hopefully we figure it out. Yeah, but that's part of. I like if it. I can do that, the the way I want to grow the Patreon page specifically would be obviously upload a shit ton of content this next year. I want to have over a hundred breakdowns that I do. Yes. Go back, delete everything I've ever done, right? Delete it all. And then really start polishing up videos where I'm having one breakdown or maybe a, a series of breakdowns on one athlete. And then from that, have a little curriculum. Like, 
Um, right now I'm breaking up at uh, Giorgio Petrosian. So, and it, he's been ex- studied extensively, so there's a shit ton of stuff on him, but I'm going through it and just watching everything. that he, Everything he's done, every fight, even the, his mitt work, everything. But when I get done, I want to make sure I have a little curriculum because he's a southpaw. We have a lot of southpaws here. I want to make sure I understand exactly how elite southpaws fight. And then this is what they do. These are the things they need to be training on their own. So hand that to them or, you know, just make it known to everybody through our training. This is what you should be working on. And then I want to do that with, like, Crawford or Habib or uh, McGregor or whoever, whoever it is, you know. So, but to have a curriculum based off actual fights, you know what I mean, actual events that have happened that you know have success. So that's that's the idea. No, yeah, that uh I mean I don't make curriculums. You know what I'm saying? I don't make curriculums. Me neither. So it's like well, that sounds like like that sounds like it's a good idea. I think that makes a lot of sense if you have a lot of lefties in the building. You watch a lefty a lot and then you talk about him a lot. You make a lot of videos over that person the whole time while you're still focusing on the righties too. Yeah. But make your curriculum off of actual, you know, fights, that that just makes sense. Yeah. You know? And I don't do that. I've never thought about that before in my life. Yeah, you know, I have uh, enough experience to know where I'm limited. And uh, we're surrounded by all these insanely talented wrestlers here in Kearney. Um, So if you don't know, Kearney, Nebraska is the home of, like, Kamaru Usman, uh, Travel Delegnev, uh Joe Ellenberger and a whole bunch of other stud wrestlers like TJ Hepburn, Rafian Stotts, Romero Cotton. All of these guys have had... Shout out to them. <laughs> yeah, incredible success. Uh, not just in wrestling, but also in fighting. So uh, here in Lowell Kearney, um, we're exposed to high-level athletes. And um, shit, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> No, the uh, being surrounded by wrestlers here in Kearney. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I'm not. As you're trying to grow your fight team. I'm not a wrestling coach, you know. I'm, right. I'm not going to have the same capability of a guy who's who's uh, won a couple national titles. Um, but what I do provide is an opportunity because um, I'm dedicated to martial arts all year round for these guys to come in and train. And then I'm always learning from these guys. So right now we have, like, uh, Dante and Justin. Um, and then we have Jackson, some elite-level wrestlers. I would call them elite for them being uh, in the sport for so long. Dante wrestling D1. Um, Jackson wrestling here at UNK. Anyways, we can go on and on about grappling, but. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could. I say that a lot too. See, I started with no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just people being people. (laughs) Plus, we don't always have to lead the conversation to a point. Sometimes the most fun is to just find it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, I mean, did you, uh, oh, yeah, so... So we so Rich texted me a couple days ago. He was like, "What's the plan for this Patreon pod? What's the plan?" Yeah. And uh, I mean, I just sit around and listen to people all day. So I'm like, "Well, 
let's just go in with like three big words and then write like a little bit on them in our phones or whatever and then uh, talk about it. So, Rich, do you have the prepared material? I didn't write it down. Okay. But I have like that's seven fine. words. That's fantastic. Okay, that's that's so, all good. So, I've got, I've got the, I've got my prepared material. Come prepared. Dude, you fucking, you're a badass, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to April that gave me this pen at Perkins. That's my favorite pen. Do you want me to start with the, the words? Well, I mean, just talk about like the importance of going into something with a purpose really quick because that's what we're doing. We we want to we want to do this with purpose. This Patreon is more us being how we are together than the other Spotify podcasts where we're having fun and you know, we're we're joking around. We are joking around and having fun here. That is who we are like as people like you're gonna joke around and have fun but like there's certain things that you don't really get to expound on when you're not going in with a purpose right so this this podcast and the show this the breakdown patreon podcasts we're gonna put the podcasts on the breakdowns patreon page so it'll still be combat on the couch probably it's just on patreon breakdown page that's where it's gonna be and we're doing this for a purpose. Now, we got to figure out something else to do for the other Spotify's, which is probably something we should talk to because now they don't have a show. Well, they, they will. What? What do you mean? I'm not. Well, how are we going to put one out this week? Well, that's that's okay. Make it more scarce. They don't get one this week? They don't get one this week. They don't get one this week. They have they, to go they to Patreon? Go to Patreon, baby. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah, dude. You think they're going to like that? Uh, who knows? I don't Hopefully. think they're going to like that. That's okay. Yeah? Can't please everybody. Hell yeah. So, so the people that are Why do you want to do that? Just because we make money from the Patreon or what? Um, I mean, I'm just asking the obvious question. Yeah, that's the, maybe, that's the yeah. dude that's just going to ask. Yeah, the, the money from the Patreon. I'm making like $3 on 20 subscriptions a month right now. You know, it's not crazy money. But what I want to do is I want to learn how to grow this page for sure. Okay. And this is a way of marketing. Yeah. For sure, you know. So I've talked about people getting on the Patreon, especially we have a, a gym full of members. Not all of them are signed up, you know. So it's just a it's to, just a for, way of To learning. the Patreon? Well, you can't take all these people's money. Yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working my ass off. That's yeah. true. That's true. It's true. And if you're invested I'm, and involved in something, you want to be involved in provide, it all the way. So. I want to provide more value. And, like, so what people don't understand, too, is I am legitimately serious about being a world champion caliber coach. So that that comes from a nobody from nowhere, me, you know, who's going to listen. But the proof will be in the pudding. As soon as we, we start getting more momentum, which we already have quite a bit, um, you know, then this would be a no-brainer. $3 for... For all the shit that we're going to do on this page, yeah, that's a no-brainer. But more people need to listen to it, and we need to market it a little bit more. So, Why do you think it's a no-brainer? Because um, you learn how to do business when you charge for something. Why do you think it's a no-brainer for someone to watch us for $3? Because of quality, the value. 
So, like I said, if you're really into martial arts, why wouldn't you? First off, if I'm your coach, right, and I'm the one that's leading the the team, and you don't really know me, let's say you're a new guy, but you know I have a Patreon, you know all the fighters are on it, why wouldn't you want to listen to more in-depth breakdowns or film study or anything like that with your coach? Something that Cus D'Amato used to do with Mike Tyson all the time. And it, what happened with him, he became a world champion. So it's like ha- having that as something that's accessible to not just one person, like Mike Tyson, Cus D'Amato, but a group of people, it's huge. It's huge. So, um, it, And it's huge if you're a diehard, if you're really into it, like, I'm into it, you know, I want to build world champions. So even for parents, you know, parents that, that have their kids here, you probably want to listen to it too. If you want your kid, uh, if hypothetically speaking, if they want their kid to be world champions, you know, you want to start um, having them think in that mindset and that frame, frame of thought. I agree. I agree. So there's a lot, there's a lot, but yeah, to me it's a no brainer. Um, could I be doing a lot of this for free? Yeah, I feel like I do a lot of this shit for free already. I've been doing it my whole life. Right. And You're always talking to someone about a fight breakdown or, mm-hmm. you know, building a relationship with someone and talking for a two-hour hour period of time. That's a podcast. Yeah. Right. We're just doing it here, charging for it, because you can't be with one person all the time. Right. So if you like that person and you have a good conversation with them and you say, is he talking to people and recording it? Because I want to be involved. That's what the Patreon is. That's what that is. You found somebody and you want to say, I want to know what he's doing more, but I don't get to be around him a lot. Right. Go to Patreon, pay for it. We are going to put things out that actually we think. So we don't want to say anything unless you're going to pay for it because you're going to pay for it because you want to be here. So we're not going to hide and we're not going to fake it. But we're not gonna like throw, I don't know. We're not we're not gonna be too much. I mean, I'm a nice guy. He's a nice guy. You know, you know us. You're here because you know us. So it's like this is just what it is. You know, it's more personal and it's more. We're we're just trying to give more. We really do we just want to like give more. Rich wants to give more to this Patreon. We already know what it is for me. It's just an opportunity to be an idiot and talk to somebody. You know, that's all I want in my life. And uh, so we're going to figure it out. But I agree. It is a no-brainer. Yeah. and uh, Come to the Patreon. It's a good time over here. I I do want to eventually put things on YouTube, which will be free, but I want that content to be a little more polished. So this is all practice. So if you're on the Patreon, you're an early subscriber, um, there's obviously way better content coming um, as I'm working on it. And then the stuff that we'll be putting on YouTube We'll funnel it back into our Patreon page. And, uh, you know, hopefully it blows up. And as it's blowing up, my guys are fighting for big fights in the UFC. And I always say this to the guys, too. If we fight in the UFC and you only fought one time and you got, or two times and you got cut, then that was cool. But what was the point? We want to have a whole career fighting in the UFC. So we want to make more money that's going to last a lifetime. Rather than just have one or two fights. So um, that's the mission we're on currently. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. So I'll start with one word and then and then and then give me a word from your head. 
Unless you want to start it. Do you want to start it? Would you like to start it? Um, Captain? Sure. So the words, I have a couple different words, but the first. I just picked three. So the, the first three words, this is why I wanted to pick other words too, are from the gym, right? Respect, commitment, and passion. Those are our, our team standard. Respect, commitment, passion. Um, so I can go into that or. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, no, I don't want you to go on three. I want you to pick one and go on one. one. That's the purpose. Okay, so one. That's the purpose that we go in with. One is a, a word one, that yeah. I've really been thinking a lot about, and it's prolific. I thought respect, commitment, passion. So those are the team ones. Oh. What I'm, I'm so then talk about that. Let's go back to that. Talk about why you guys picked those, why those are important then. Man, so uh, Alex actually watches a lot of soccer, and he watches his team, Arsenal. Arsenal has a new coach, and I forget his name because I'm not too big into soccer. Me neither. But uh, this coach came in and just basically implemented standards, and the standards are respect, commitment, passion. Well, in the long line of me thinking about my fight team, I didn't think ever I could. I didn't think I could ever implement standards like respect, commitment, passion. You know, I was like, you can't govern that within mm. the walls of a business. Mm. That's my dumbass thinking, right? It's like, okay, that's what great teams are built on. All great teams have a standard, you know? And when you really are engaged in, in these things, um, I'm using the word engaged. You were using the word purposeful. Um, or what was the word you were using? We're talking about intent, what? Purposeful intent. Just going the, into something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you got to go in with purpose, intent, with purpose, all intent, that, right? all that. The, the same... The same with engagement, you know? So I use the word engagement. So if once you really understand these three words and you're engaged with these three principles every day, like I always talk to the guys when they're when we're doing mint work, you have to be engaged. Don't just go through the motions. You have to be in the moment. Think visualize, see it happen. You know, it's it's a it's a skill that you have to practice every day to be engaged in whatever you're doing. Yeah. Well when you're engaged with respect, commitment, passion well, shit, that's pretty fucking easy way to understand how you should be acting every day. Well, is this is this a committed way? Am I waking up on time to show up to training? Right? Well, if I'm not, I'm not committed. Mm-hmm. Boom. Right? Am I, well, is that respectful to show up late to my coach? Right. Boom. No. Is it passionate to show up late? Mm-hmm. No. You know, so there's a lot of things just right there. Um where I didn't believe I could govern those things within this team. And it's fucking dumb because all elite teams are governed by their principles, you know, their standard. And uh, that's the biggest switch we've made over the last year and a half, too, is really buy into those things and be being on, um, being on time, being consistent every day. Um, so that's commitment, you know, uh, and respect. And then the passion is just... Having being here with a good attitude, you know. So those are those three words. But uh, the word that's really been on my mind that I was thinking for this, and I had a couple other words, but the main word is prolific. So I want I want when it's all said and done, for me to be looked at as a prolific person, like I'm producing uh, a ton of content on my Patreon page. I need to go out and just produce a ton of content. 
I need to build a ton of fighters. Five, six fighters isn't good enough. I need to have 20 professional fighters. And then I have to have a system of amateur guys coming up behind those guys. I have to have a prolific I have to be prolific. So I have to have these guys coming up all the time. I don't want to just own one business. You know. So I'm I'm doing this Patreon. I own a I own a gym. I have fighters. I do all this. So I want to own more businesses, more gyms, more things, and just I gotta be prolific. So if there's one word um that's really been on my mind lately, it's being prolific. And if you're really good at something, you should be capable of being prolific. Define prolific really quick in your own words. High output. Quality. High output. Like, um, to use a metaphor, like, for a fight, right? So a guy that's um, throwing a lot of punches per round. I'm producing a lot of shit every day. You know, just high-quality effort. That's a prolific fighter? Well, if you're talking about punching output, yeah. He's prolific with his punching, yeah. Or if you're talking about a guy that's fought a ton of amazing fights. Like, right now, someone that's prolific would be Canelo. He's fighting a lot of top-tier guys. So his resume looks fucking amazing. Prolific. He's fought Floyd Mayweather, Triple G, um, various other champions. I can't even... Name him off the top of my head, but he's fought everybody in his time. So, yeah, just being prolific, you know. Some guys, they might win a fight here. They might beat a champion there. And then that's all they do their whole career. Like, and not, not to dog on Conor McGregor, but Conor McGregor fought one guy. Two, he fought two champions, beat him, and then he hasn't done anything since. Mm-hmm. That's not very prolific. It's mm. just, I mean, he was great. Mm-hmm. But if you're... One of the greatest, greatest of all time. You're prolific. You'll you'll beat multiple champions. It doesn't yeah. matter what era. Yeah. I think prolific for me, yeah. The way it's it's the exactly. You got to be like worthy of note. Like you have to be kind of like outstanding. It's it's kind of you're you're not average. You're definitely above average. More. It's more of on the end of elite. It's more on the end of probably the best. Yeah, and I also think it it reflects discipline, you know, and consistency over a long period of time. Yeah, no, if you're the best, then you're obviously, you know, stupid people think, oh, they just made it one day. Like, they just tried hard for a couple of years. No, the the best, the most prolific, they already, yeah, they're, they're on that already. Yeah. That's how you get there. You yeah. don't get that without 10 years of discipline. Right. And then uh, once you make it, some guys stop. That's not being prolific either, you know. You gotta, oh, it happens. Once you make it, you continue making it. Continue building. You're never satisfied, I think, is the other part. You got to keep going. Definitely. Definitely. I so, mean, if you're done fighting, you're going to open a gym. You're going to start a charity. You're going to move to Uganda and get clean water. Like, you're not done being an absolute prolific human being. Right. There's a difference between people that understand what being a prolific person is and being a prolific just whatever your job title is you know prolific typer or accountant or fighter Mm -hmm. i don't know i feel way more of an urge to be like a a a good person like a prolific person i want to be a great podcaster for sure but like i want to have a couple businesses like i want to grow you know but like you know if if we were going to say like 
you know, Josh's title is podcaster. Like I definitely don't feel like I can stop after, you know, a podcast episode is done. You know, there's got to do more. Mm-hmm. I feel, I feel like, well, I, I want to do a lot as, more as a coach. What, what it would look like is to have to produce uh, so much talent that it's just a given fact that if you're coming out of Kearney, you're wiping out the regional scene. No regional fighter is going to want to fight you. That's the kind of mentality I want to have. Is nice, but we have to have twenty guys on that. Yeah, we have to have twenty guys. Yeah, on that page, and that's the challenge right now. Because the challenge would be okay, not just to produce a talent, but you have to run the business that's good enough to bring in that talent. Because no one's going to be, <laughs> no one's going to be around a shitty business that's failing yeah and then want to be coached by that person mm-hmm. so it doesn't reflect good leadership if you can't lead your own business mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so um yeah as the as the business grows and everything it's just like okay it all is this same thing it's all one thing it's business coaching leadership it's all the same thing it's it's just it comes out differently in in different um scenarios you know Business and coaching, leadership, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. but it takes like a long time to realize that it's all under the same umbrella. Yeah. Like at first, it kind of feels like, oh, I have to get good at business before I can get good at coaching, or the other way around. Maybe for you, for me, it's felt like, oh, I need to get good at like being funny before I start my podcast. Mm-hmm. That's, That's you know what I'm saying? Like starting your podcast and being funny are all under the un- the same umbrella. For me, it's that's how it is. That's how it is. You can't you can't be funny unless you have like people laughing. So the reason you start a podcast is because like people are kind of laughing at you. So you think like I might be funny, but like you can't like what's the other end of it? You can't really just start a podcast if nobody's listening. So you might not be funny. You know what I'm saying? Like you, there's moments in life where you're like, how do I get both of these to work together? And then you get to a certain level where you kind of realize like it's all together. You just kind of do what you do. And now you have places to, you have outlets. You've created an outlet for yourself to be yourself. Stop getting in your way and thinking too much about, why you get listens on your podcast or if you if 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 Jane laughed at you should you start a podcast you you know those are those are those are real thoughts but like they're thoughts that are going to stop you from like growth mm-hmm. they're just not going to like get you to keep going you have to make a decision so stop you know it's it's a problem yeah and i think we we get caught up in like in this what comes first the chicken or the egg scenario for real. You know, it's like, okay, do I do I learn business first or do I just become such a good coach that it doesn't matter? Blah, blah, you know, and it's just, just it is all of it. You just got to throw yourself into it and figure it out. But what I've learned through martial arts since, you know, I I fought and I was doing jiu-jitsu and I was doing all this was that uh, if you're just willing to learn and you're tough enough to survive – over a long period of time, you're going to have success. I mean, even the amount of success we've had mm. recently, mm. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> you know? For real. But, um, but I've stuck in it long enough, and I've been willing to make the mistakes and learn from them. And 
And, uh, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a ton more mistakes I'm going to make. And Yeah, yeah. But you keep learning how to be a leader and a coach and a business person all at the same time. It's just and it grows and it builds. So what I, what I am doing, hopefully, in this process is building myself to be an elite coach. So that's part of the reason we're even doing the Patreon is for me to help myself be an elite coach, get the reps in on film study and and basically even the film study is just more coaching, you know. That's all it is. Yeah, you're just coaching someone else, coaching a you know little TV or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm coaching myself in a sense, right? Coaching yourself, yeah. So yeah. the Patreon, I mean, putting putting out content on whatever level. It's just, it's proven. It's going to help you grow. I don't know why. When we do it for the right thing, like when we're, you have the gym, you have the coaching, like we're adding social media now, and it's like, it's like, there's no charts that read no when you add social media, and you do it right, and you do it consistently, and we have a good content that's being put out. All the recipes are for success. Something that I recently watched that hurt my feelings was Gary Vee tried to tell an employee of his, or no, someone who was trying to become an employee. She was like, yeah, I really want to do this. And he was seriously considering it. And he was like, you need to post more for yourself. You're posting way more for other people. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly where I'm at because it hurt my feelings. That's that's how you know it hurt my feelings because mm-hmm. that's what I'm in the thick of it. I'm trying to get a product out. I'm trying to get good quality out and I'm trying to sustain it. And in the whole time, I'm looking at me on my on my uh, my little I mean, in high school I used to post like pictures of myself. I don't post pictures of myself anymore. You know what I'm saying? I just post <laughs> content. So, if it's a picture of me, it's a picture of me, but I don't think about it like a uh, this is just for my friends. I'm constantly thinking, is this going to do numbers? Is this going to get more than the last one? Should I put a filter on it? Do I, do I need, does it need a sound? Definitely. Needs I'm a literally. The- <laughs> <laughs> shit. That's funny though. Cause that's how I think. I don't, I hardly ever post shit on my own thing. Well, it's a problem. Yeah. It was brought to my attention by a professional that I will not be hired. I, at a, I will not. Yep. I will not be hired at his company unless I am living more for me than I am for the job. Mm. So fuck, right? <laughs> Go live, baby. It's kind of hard when you're so busy too, though. Well, you have to live. That's the thing. That's you literally have to do things that you like to do. You have to go live only doing things that you like. Yeah, you do that. You. L- <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, when I'm passionate, the. <laughs> Pot needs to be stirred up because it sat for a while, right? <laughs> I don't know why. Get the sauce. I'm on it, but it's stuck. That's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. <laughs> That's good shit, dude. (laughs) Clip it. (laughs) 
What was I talking about? <clears throat> um, living life. Yeah, no. It's hard to do when you're busy, but you have to be busy doing things that you only enjoy doing. You can't have anything in your life that kind of like brings you like high levels of stress. Well, I feel like that's what you do when you're doing a podcast, right? You're living life. You're doing what you want to do. Yeah. I mean, even with the breakdowns and coaching and all that, I I really enjoy all of it. So it's it's all work in progress, and I'm always very critical of myself. But at the end of the day, what I'm what I tell myself to get over that part of it is just fucking you got to go. Just be prolific right now. Mm, it, mm, right mm. now, the content's not going to be good. Just fucking <laughs> put all of it out there, though. And then it's a another <sighs> rep, you know, and you get in the habit and the discipline of doing it all the time. And then when you get in the habit and discipline doing it, then you can add quality. You, or exactly. You, or you'll just get better. Exactly. One day you go to do your video and you got a present from somebody and it's a cool new camera. And you're like, oh. <gasps> This is going to help me do my thing that I already do. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be, oh, I need to get a studio so that I can do my podcast. Mm-hmm. No, you're wrong. You're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Oh, I need to I need to learn how to make AI videos on TikTok so that I can make it, like so that I can get a so I can get my TikTok going. No, you're wrong. You need to make TikToks. You just and then need to make them. Yeah. yeah and then eventually you're going to figure out how to do the AI TikToks, you know? Like it's I've got a lot of people that personally ask me on a daily basis for help and advice, and that's my reoccurring thing. Yeah. Well, same with uh, with training. You know. Mm. Oh, uh, I, I want to train eventually. You know, I just need to get in shape first, uh, or whatever. You I, know, blah blah blah. It's like, yeah, all right, it's hard. Well, you can just start fucking training. <laughs> that's that. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, like, and it it literally hurts you to say to, like, a, a, after a certain point, you're like, dog, what? do I have to do to never say this again? No, I don't, I don't even, <laughs> at this point, I don't even respond to people. Like, okay. Yeah. You just don't really want to train. Yeah. But I don't say that out loud. I'm like, okay. Right. Yeah. No. Oh, you want to get, oh, you're going to, you're going to be here in, at the beginning of the new year. You're going to be here six months later. Okay. Yeah. No, you're not going to be here. Yeah. You don't, yeah. you don't really want it, dude. No. But there's uh there's I don't been waste certain, time. I don't want to waste head space or time thinking about that. This is what no. it is. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 You're right. You're right. We shouldn't waste headspace on that. That's actually a great. I love that moment right now. Let's just not waste headspace on that. You, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to waste time or or headspace on that. Boom. That's actually a skill to develop. That's like hard to do sometimes. When you get in a moment where you don't want to actually talk about it. Hey, uh, this sucks. So let's not talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, but also, but also. No, no, no. For real. I don't want to talk about it. Let's not talk <laughs> about it. That's a waste of time and headspace. Boom. On to the next. So I've got a couple words. I like, uh, so they all, all my words kind of go together. I don't know, man. Sometimes I get real, like, I get like dramatic, like good. you know, I get like theatrical. Well, that's good. That's good, man. Let's hear it. So my first word is perseverance. This is just a word that I've been dealing with in my life. Right. And then I wrote a little poem. I said, <laughs> Perseverance. I love quitting. It's easy. In quotes. I give up. It's freedom. Freedom to find purpose in a different area. Sticking it out is hard. In quotes. Fuck it. I'll figure it out. Damning you to a life of struggle. Or is it? 
That was all of it? So, that's, yeah, pretty that's, that's pretty good. That's I like my, that. That's my perseverance word. All right. Hey, I, I like that. Um, you could read that for yourself while we speak about it because, well, you probably can't read that. That's my handwriting. That's my, my, <laughs> my handwriting's just a little bit better. No, actually, it's not any better. <clears throat> but uh, that's really good. What I would say is, obviously, it's all the exact opposite. You have more freedom when you persevere because it's a lie to think that quitting's... Let me explain. Freedom. Let me explain it. Let me explain it. But no, 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 yeah, yeah. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like, I, lo- I, I, like the, what I'm saying when I say freedom, okay, so I, I straight up do love quitting. I'm like a pretty inherently pothead stoner dude on the inside. Like, I really don't want to do a lot. My default is I don't want to. I have trained myself over years and other people in my life and God has trained me to have a different default most of the time. So when I get into situations that are hard for me, it's easier to go, okay, how do we just go at this? But my default is, well, that looks like a tough fucking time. Don't want to do it (laughs) for real. So I love to say like, I give up, but, and it is free. When I say like, I give up, I feel like so much like, like, oh, fine, I don't have to do it. I literally don't have to worry about it anymore. I don't care. But, like, fuck it, I'll figure it out. Damning you to a life of struggle, or is it? No, like, persevering through that has always been, like, feeling that feeling of I want to give up. Persevering through, fuck it, I'll figure it out. Damning me to have to work hard right now. I have to actually fucking do shit. For however long it's going to take. Because I've already made the decision. Fuck it, I'll figure it out. We're going to persevere. Damning me to a life of struggle. No, it's not struggle. You're struggling. But when you get it done, though, there's like a whole different area of opportunity and self-confidence. And just like happiness. Like straight up happiness that like I did that. Like I'm very happy that I did that. Like that's, that's a thing, you know. So, uh, that's why it's a poem. It's supposed to make you think, but yeah. Okay. So yeah. How do you feel about, I mean, perseverance and then, you know, you don't have to expound exactly on what I said, but yeah, I think it's, uh, I'm a genius. So you should not. (laughs) I think it's really important, obviously (laughs) character building and, um, just not quitting on stuff, you know, just like if you care about it, mainly stuff that you care about. Yeah. There's definitely things you're going to have to quit, but you got to choose those battles and, uh, figure it out. But like in regards to you and your podcasting or me and, uh, being a coach and running a business, I wouldn't be where I'm at if I didn't persevere. Cause there's a lot of times I could have quit, but it's like when you think about quitting, you're quitting on your passion and your dream. That's not freedom. That really isn't No, freedom. yeah, now you have to go get a job at now somewhere else. Now you're trapped. So Yeah. Um yeah, I think perseverance is super important. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying like there's there's a million words, you know. I'm not picking three and saying like, hey, these three have to be in your brain every day, all day. And you know, like but these are just three words that I decided I mean I wrote these and you know, I didn't spend a lot of a time on them just because you can't spend a lot of time on something that only has two sides. Mm-hmm. But like, 
it's just a word, you know? And I really do love quitting. I quit so much. I mean, I'll start a job and then I'll do the job just enough so that people are off my back. And then I start to slack off. And then I won't clean the salad station. Shout out Perkins. And I won't cut the cantaloupe right. <laughs> Shout out Perkins. And I won't sweep the floor if you tell me to. Shout out Domino's. Like, I just won't do them because I'm like, I've done so good up to this point that no one's watching now. Mm. Now I can just be myself. And who I am is a dirty little trash boy who don't want to do no hard work. And it's true because it keeps showing up in my life. Mm-hmm. And it's a problem. But you on, you know, you, you, part of self-awareness is being, being aware that you have a problem. <laughs> That's one of my problems for sure. Being a lazy person. Yeah. It's no, it doesn't show up in things I care about though. <laughs> Notice that. Well, you haven't noticed it yet. Maybe I haven't noticed it yet. It does show up because I, but I'm, I mean, I think that's just part of being a human being. I think it is. And there's always ebbs and flows, but I mean, yeah, it's true. It's true. That's life. Have you noticed it in me? Talk about it. I mean, I'm not around enough to, to notice that. Yeah. But, uh, no. Oh, Okay. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna tell me some insight right now. I was like, "It's noticeable." Oh, or yeah. were you just speaking in general? Oh yeah, it's noticeable. <laughs> you need to fucking step your game up. <laughs> Don't fucking fire me right now. <laughs> Don't fire me on the pod. Right now. No, I'm just saying in general. It, nah, I'm just if, it's just, if it's one area in your life you struggle with, most likely it it carries over to other areas of your life. Yeah. 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 I notice it for me. If I'm really disciplined in everything that I'm doing work-wise, my apartment is shit. I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so disciplined, and I feel like I'm doing so good in everything money-wise, and then I look at right, my immediate in front of my nose, and the kitty litter box hasn't been changed for a month and a half. You know, all the dishes are dirty. I am now using, like, the, the backups. They're, like, styrofoam cups that I got. Like six months ago, like it's bad, you know. <laughs> That's just how it shows. It shows through. <laughs> Can it fit on him, dude? I don't know. Here, I'll pull from this and you pull from that. Yeah, brother. Oh, Dang, oh, dude. shit. Dang, dude. Let's go. Scary as shit. Dang, dude. Scary AF. <laughs> Freddy the panda. So you got another word? Um, I mean, we I can don't. make them all day. I don't. Uh, we can make them all day. Come on, here, read one. You, if you can, I literally don't know if you can. Solitude. Solitude. Best and worst friend. I get a lot of accompli- I get a lot accomplished alone. I figure myself out when no one is watching me. It's hard. It's hard to read. Uh, but if I, <laughs> I another it. person to my shoulder, rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Anybody that's ever heard me or tried to read my stuff knows exactly what you're going through right now. That's so funny. Okay, solitude. 
Best and worst friend. I get a lot accomplished alone. I figure I figure myself out when no one is watching me. But if I add another person to my schedule slash rhythm, the work seems to become easier for me to manage. So, I mean, I, I really do enjoy alone time, right? Yeah, so do I. Um, but it's my best and worst friend. Like, I will be alone. I smoke weed, so I like to smoke weed alone and be alone for too long sometimes. And when I get out into the world, then I realize, oh, this is what the world's like now. Wow, I remember this. This is nice. And I'm not saying this to say that weed is bad for you. I'm saying too much of anything in your life bogs you down, okay? Just take the note on that, all right? If you're watching Love Island for a bit, if, you, if you're if you on a good bender for a weekend, okay, you're going to go into work Monday like... I need more dopamine. I need more of a rush. I need to watch someone else live their life because that's what you like, you know, or you need whatever you need. Whatever you're doing to get that fix is what you need more of. Right. So that's how it is for me sometimes. And um, it's my best friend because when I'm alone, I like to do a lot of things. And sometimes I don't smoke weed and I get a lot done when I'm alone. And I do do that. Go out into the world, take videos, go golfing, meet people, build relationships, eat dinner, go to the gym, go for a walk, you know, throw rocks at trash cans. All that stuff is really, really fun for me to do when I'm not trying to bog myself down with like, oh, but I just need some alone time. You know, if you could figure out how to get some more alone time in your day, it's really hard. It's literally like really, really hard, but. If I wasn't constantly trying to be like, oh, but I got to get going because I got to, ah, you know, be like we are busy people. That's kind of how it is. But sometimes you're just trying to go be alone. (laughs) It's the best and worst friend. I still haven't even got to a point in this. I mean, it's all just true. I pretty much just wrote my feelings out. I get a lot of that ones. No one's watching me. If I add another person to my schedule slash rhythm, the work seems to become easier for me to manage. Like there's another person in there. So I can tell this person we should get this done or I'll do this if you do this. Or if they're telling me like, hey, can you do this so I can do this? It's just easier for me to manage the work. I don't know. Solitude, brother. What you got on girlfriend, huh? Oh, I mean, you've got a girl. I don't. And yeah, that's literally I got a. I little I a little bit need like an itinerary planner. I a little bit need a, a laundry folder. I a little bit need like <laughs> a coach. I I a little bit need like I know somebody to you know get me up in the morning. I need an alarm. Like I don't know what I need in a woman, but it has to be a strong one for sure. You know? How do you do it? How do you guys make it work with all this stuff? Uh, not the person to ask. <laughs> 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 well, what do you think is a reason that makes it work? Or is it just the guy answer? She does. It's oh, her. Yeah. <laughs> I think, and this is just um, something you hear all the time, but I think relationships should be complementary. And, yeah, you know, if you're caught up in the infatuation and how you how you guys look and you're, I mean, you're attracted to each other and that's, purely the whole basis of the relationship, that shit ain't going to last. Obviously, that's got to be there, too. Of course. But if you're complimentary, I feel like mm. um, that's built 
to that's sustainable. You know, you can sustain a relationship when it's complimentary a lot easier. But I'm not I'm not a relationship guru, so. Hey, you you're, you're your own relationship guru. Right. Well, we all are in that sense. Right now, I'm I'm the relationship guru that sits alone on the top of the mountain and talks to like the one tree. You know, I'm like the I'm like the coaches don't Shit, play. So what's guru. your advice? Yeah, dude. <laughs> what is it? Are you serious? You want to know? <laughs> Been talking to the trees all all day. What is it? <laughs> Go talk to more trees instead of women. Right, hey, that's probably a good one, dude. I don't even know. I mean, for for a while, it's just kind of it. It, it just feels like I don't need that, and I don't deserve it. I think a part of me isn't going to recognize that I have like a good thing in front of me when I have one. So I think you'll recognize it. Like for example, so. if someone was, someone really wanted, someone really believed in you. I mean, you're probably going to feel that right away. I yeah, you look through people right away. I, I think what you do a good job is you uh, you read people really well. So if someone's really wanting you to succeed, I mean that's, and they're not just interested or whatever for status or whatever it is, you know, then I think you will. But how how did we get to this topic? What's the last word? <laughs> we were getting all cute with it, bro. That's how we started talking about relationships. I appreciate that, though. It is hard for me to, like, see through people sometimes, but I'm literally trying so hard that it's, like, it is easy for some people because they have good intentions. Right. Oh, that's that's easy. Yeah. I'm... It, I think as humans, you are looking through people constantly. You're trying to, like, decipher who they are and what they want. But out people with... Out of self-preservation, with, right? Out of self-preservation. Out of, you know, if you're not a piece of shit, like, you're trying to look through somebody and say, is this another good person? That's You're trying to establish that there's a culture recognition. You're trying to establish that you can do business here, that you can conversate, that you can talk. So you get to that level easier when people's That's intentions nice. are good. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it's easy, you know. If you, people got good intentions, they want to do business, they want to grow, they want to learn, they want to interact, they want to build together. It's easy to see that, but when somebody has something else going on, and yeah, it's way yeah, dude, you got to keep them right here, dog. <laughs> you can't have them close. You don't know what they're doing. You don't understand. Or you keep your enemies close and your, or you keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Right. You're like, oh, I definitely am not leaving this guy's side, but I'm literally going to watch everything he does and question everything he does. Yeah. And that's think, just no uh, life to live. That's really hard to do that. Yeah, I'd rather not do that. Ugh, it's draining. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the last one there, guy? Okay, last word. This is community. You know, we, we've been talking about it a lot here, so I just thought I thought about it for a second, and this is what I thought about it. Community. Solitude's worst nightmare. The lazy narcissist in me hates building relationships and getting to know people directly involved in my day-to-day. The little kid that wants to make friends deep inside me loves community. Interesting. It's funny because kids love to be around other kids. Yeah. 
Kids be around kids, you know. They get together and they build. They do things together. They fight. They cry, but they do things together. They kind of, you know, kids. Kids be kids. Yeah, kids are, well, yeah, humans are just communal beings. Yes. need a community. Right. To have purpose or to feel like you have purpose and be fulfilled. You have to have meaningful relationships. Yeah. Which is part of what, you know, we have a gym. That's part of what a a leader does is help make sure the community is healthy and fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's not always sunshine, <laughs> sunshine and Rambos. No, yeah. Shout out to Han Solo. We had a kid at YRTC, by the way. I used to work <laughs> at YRTC. <laughs> All right. And uh, this kid... So basically, it's a prison for kids, right? And uh, this kid drew a ra- <laughs> drew a rainbow, and he, he wrote a little thing on this paper. He's like, "It's not, <laughs> it's not all sunshine and rambos." He misspelled rainbows <laughs> <laughs> and rambos. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> me and my buddy Hansel, he's the one that was telling me about it, and uh, that shit, that shit's so funny. Day. It's not Sunshine <laughs> and Rambo's like fucking Rambo's out there. <laughs> Shark. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's a good time. Yeah. That's funny. But it's not, though. It's not all Sunshine and Rambo's. Sometimes, as a leader and, you know, someone who loves everybody around them and you, you just want to care for everything and look over it, you, you like that. Means so much. Some days you get to walk around and say, hey, are you good, brother? All right, let's go. Let's do this. We're going to be all right. Hey, are you doing? <laughs> I love I it. I can't do that. I love it, dude. No, I love it. <laughs> it's like, it's like I, when I stop, I'm just like, ha. I'm just like so happy. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Like Jareb came over the other weekend and now I'm saying brother man. Brother. Brother. <laughs> he said brother. <laughs> yeah, like, like like how he says it like a He says it like a Russian almost. Yeah, he's Russian like a brother. We should probably put that or oh, dude, I don't know. He ends the word with brother in the way that he <laughs> yeah. says it. Yeah, we should probably put that chainsaw away. Brother. Like that. Brother. Some, he the he way he it, says he it. He uses it in I so like many it. different ways, really. Yeah, he does, yeah. And it's kind of constant. But I've kind of constantly started doing it. So I hope that you, in in your future, say, hey, man. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? I hope somebody catches it. I don't know. That's the way that I, I, when I get talking to somebody and I don't know how to say anything, I want to like. Oh, and I'm pulling my fingers together. And then when I'm trying to get whatever I'm trying to get out. I'm using my whole arm and right I arm see. to do this like driving steering wheel type motion, but uh, but I don't know. It's just a good time. Yeah, I see, I see. <laughs> There's other people in my life that I I, I do this to too. They're like they do stuff like me, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, I'm like <laughs> charades, dude. What are you doing? But uh, no, I mean, okay, so. I mean, okay, so yeah, you don't get to walk around and just say, everything's good today. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Some days are like that. Some days you have those good days, I'm sure. 
But some days you, you you have to have bad days and you have to like figure out how to have that bad day. You literally have to have it though. So you have to go into work and it's a mess and everything's all over the place and someone is crying and someone's not here and someone's upset at something and then there's actual work to be done that just has to get done because it's part of it. So you got to have those days and uh, that's why building like real culture real understanding of what we're trying to do here the the you used the word earlier um just the atmosphere the overall atmosphere in the gym building that i mean at any business that you're building something at building how you are when you're doing it doing you know like it's really important it's really overlooked yeah i wish i could I, I wish we had access to people that studied ancient tribes so we can have a conversation um, because that shit's fascinating. Like, uh, just think about the Native Americans. That's not even that long ago, really, but if you think about the Native Americans and how they governed themselves in that small community of people, that's just fascinating. Or the Aztecs or the Mayas or even the European um, states or Countries or whatever, you know. Right. Just the way human beings have um, communed within their... I mean, they uh, they still have caste systems in India. Right. Like, just looking at the way people are with each other. I mean, Indians didn't have any technology, so they had to say, the biggest, strongest dudes have to go hunt. Right. You're not a big, strong dude, Joshi. You have to stay back with the women. That probably (laughs) would have been a decision that somebody had to make about me when I was 15. Right? That would have been... Like, I've been the guy, you right know, now, yeah, it's maybe they could take me now, but when I was 15 or 14 and you're starting to like become a man and you're starting to get the mustache hairs and they're like, are we really going to bring him? <laughs> <laughs> they're looking at you as a liability. We're going to bring that guy. Fuck. You lucky if we come back? <laughs> we, we've become soft. You know, we've become soft in society. <laughs> I literally would have been left behind, but you know, now we're in a, now we're in a different age where you know they don't have a we don't have a caste system. We we don't have to leave them behind. We can actually bring them along. And we can teach them things. We can show them stuff. And we can love on them because we understand that that's kind of how it needs. But mm-hmm. leadership and community is really hard when you don't understand that. And then when you throw in social media and everything that we have now, and then try to build community like that. We're seeing the struggle that it's ha- that we're having. Right. You don't get to go directly at someone and say, you're not strong enough. Stay with the women. <laughs> because it's too hard to say. But that's exactly what would have happened back yeah. in the day. What's, uh, what's fascinating is how this shit just naturally unfolds since the beginning of time. We've always had communities of people that mm-hmm. govern themselves. Um, and what I've learned through this is like, it's naturally unfolding even within my life where I'm, I've built this community around me and now I need to be a leader. <laughs> you know, I need to figure out how to, how to lead, which fact leading is to me is more than anything, just being disciplined on the principles we talked about. So even when we f- first started that conversation, it's mm-hmm. respect. Those three. Uh, what Those was it? Respect. Three. Yours. Commitment. Com- commitment. Compassion. Yeah, so respect, commitment, passion. If you don't have those, you know, what kind of community are you in? 
Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't have respect or commitment or passion, Boom. there we go. Then you're going to be living in a really shitty community where you're going to be fending for yourself, most likely. It is Every, a community. It's there. Yeah. It's just a bad community. It's not a, not an ideal place to live. Right. Um, Somewhere that needs. It's a community that like obviously needs like work. Or if you don't work on it, ultimately it is bad community. You don't right. want to stay there. Yeah, so it's it's a fascinating thing that that kind of I think throughout every human's life you should experience it, but not every human experiences it because not everybody's part of a community. Mm-hmm. It's been easier and easier, you know, as technology and everything's blown up over the years to be in solitude, like you were talking about. It's easy now. I don't yeah. need anything. I don't need to leave. Just be on my phone all day. Order it to the house, you know. Yeah, I can make money on the phone. I don't need to go nowhere. I don't need anything. And life was way more fulfilling when you're inside of a community. Oh. You're, you're living life. so It feels fantastic. It feels fantastic to have somebody walk in and just be like, hey, you want a blueberry? Like, you, you wouldn't get that if you're alone. That little feeling of someone offering you one singular blueberry. Like, that's a, that's a human that you can only get from another human. No, you know, you can't do that alone. You can't order fi- 500 blueberries and feel that same feeling. So there's that, you know, that's just a thing. Well, we're about an hour and a half in, I think. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, I'll send it. Yeah. Or do you want to end it on one thing or um, for the people out there? Well, I mean, let's think about this. How do we want to finish our first Patreon episode? On the breakdown with Connie Combat Sports and Ugly Franco Productions and Richard Barajas and Josh White and Freddie and the Ugly Franco and the podcast Pandy here. How do we want to end our first episode, dude? Thank you to everybody that subscribed to the Patreon page. Appreciate you guys. And uh, we still have merch that's available. Hit it up on the online store. Shirts uh, with Combat on the Couch on the front of it and then uh beanies for sale so that store will close november 5th that's coming up make sure you order your shit before it's too late uh besides that be on the watch for a shit ton more breakdowns and if you're consistent with the channel um there also is will be actually merch specific to the channel so i'm gonna have breakdown merch. yeah yeah, I'm gonna have some p- breakdown merch. Breakdown merch coming soon. I've already I already placed an order for it. It's badass. Nice. Um, if you like the logo for the Patreon or yeah for the Patreon page, it's very similar. I'll have to post some pictures of that. Um, that's pretty much it. Thank you. Appreciate you for being here. Hey, you and already know. Obviously, Fre- you already uh, know. What's his name again? Freddy the Panda. Freddy the Panda. That's right. Frenda. 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 I don't know. He probably needs a shower. I haven't watched him ever. <laughs> I honestly have never thrown him in the in in the shower, dude. He probably needs a bath. <laughs> yeah, I guess in my news, I mean, stay stay up, babies. Stay all right, up. stay up. What does it mean to stay up? Just keep your eyes up. All right, keep your head up. Okay, <laughs> keep your keep your chin up. All right. Keep your eyes up, though. That's a big one. Keep your eyes up. All right. Don't be, 
looking at your feet when you're walking, okay? You're going to hit something. It's probably going to be me because I'm driving and texting. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. This is episode one. All right. See you guys. Adios. Bye.